You're going to feel really old when I tell you it's been 30 years oh, stop. since Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. And Buster's in the studio right now because he's got a great charity event coming up this Friday that we'll tell you about at the Hyatt with Archie Griffin. With Archie, not our Archie. Because when you said Archie. The Archie. Yeah, the, the, yes. the Archie. But Buster's in studio right now. Thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Good morning. What's going on there, champ? <laughs> I'm just kicking back. <laughs> <laughs> you probably never get a cup of coffee. You probably never get tired of being addressed as champ, do you? Never, you never tire of never, that. Right? Never. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, and one thing that's uh that I know that's really cool is that you after the the huge upset and after all that notoriety and fame, you chose to stick around Columbus and help out uh, with the youth in the in the city, and I always thought that was very cool. Thanks. You yeah. Know, it's just something that just comes naturally. Now, when you grew up here, where specifically did you grow up at? North End of Columbus, Cleveland Avenue. Cle- yeah. Yeah. Went yeah. to William McKinley, okay. Duxbury, McGuffey. Columbus through and through, man. That's right. Yeah. So cool. You know, we were talking off the air, and I don't know if you, because you McGuffey, were involved yeah. in it, but your fight kind of like when the, uh, you know, and this is a little too old for me, I'm a little younger, but when the U.S. beat the Russians in ice hockey, when you beat Mike Tyson, I mean, those are one of the few events in sports where you remember where you were at the exact time of it. Did you, re- did, did you realize when you beat Mike Tyson of how big that was going to be? No, not at all. You know, actually, after the fight, I talked to my brother, Bill, and uh, I was like, it really, it dawned on me that I won the fight, but the magnitude of it all hadn't really kicked in yet. He was just telling me how excited everybody was in Columbus, how people were just going crazy. Around the world, people were. Yeah, right. So the setup for the fight, how did, because you're a 42 to 1 shot, so obviously... When they're promoting the fight, they're like, okay, Mike's got a bigger payday down the road. We'll put Buster Douglas in, and then he will do it in Tokyo to make money. Talk about how you got the fight against Tyson. Well, I got the fight because I beat top contenders to get the opportunity to fight him. I was the number two contender in the world at the time. So it was something I earned. You know, I had a six-fight winning 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 streak. uh, streak. Yeah, thank you. And... um, you know, just uh, got an opportunity, but they didn't think it would sell here in the United States, so we took it over to Tokyo. So I had to ch- ch- go across the pond to chase my dream. And was was that Tyson's first loss or second? No, that was his first loss. That was yeah. his yeah. first yeah. loss, first yeah. Because yeah. he was, I mean, invincible at the time. Right, he was rolling. At he the was, time, he was, as yeah, as yeah, hot as he could by be. By the time I got my shot, it was like... Yeah, you know, sacrificial lamb. Right, right. Well, that's what everyone assumed. Yeah, Forty-two yeah. to one. So they thought. Yeah. Right. So when you're there, how it was hard, so huge. How hard was it to adjust to the time difference? It wasn't. That's why we went like two weeks before. So, and in, in, in two a, days we were. You were acclimated you know, to acclimated, it. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. the word was that when he was over there, he wasn't taking you seriously. He's maybe partying a little bit too much. Did you hear things? Yeah, when you were he would have been partying probably did, then. Did you hear things leaking out of his camp that he wasn't taking this fight seriously? Well, I don't know. They, they were telling me everything, but I could care less. I knew what I had to do. Right. You know, I knew how seriously I had taken it, you know, and... Uh, he was in shape because he wasn't being able to take that punishment because what I was hitting him with in the 10th round is what I was hitting him with in the very first round. So 
to endure all that. He was in shape. Now, over the last 30 years, have you had an opportunity, you and Tyson, maybe grab a cup of coffee together, sit down, talk? End up at a charity event yeah, together? Have yeah. you seen Mike? We, uh, I was at his uh, birthday uh, this past, past year in L.A., and that was pleasant. He invited me to be part of his podcast. Oh, that's great. You know, so it went, it went well. Did you see his tiger? <laughs> no, I, I don't get that Did you pet his tiger? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, so uh, how, out of all the guys you fought with, because the thing about Mike Tyson, which people may or may not remember, is he had people beat sometimes psychologically before he hit the ring. I remember Michael Spinks talked about how, even before the fight, how Mike was going to beat him. Was he the hardest hitter you've ever faced? Not at all. He was a hard hitter, and he was quick, but... You know, he wasn't the hardest. He hit a little harder once or twice. Who was the hardest guy? Well, actually, it was my sparring partner of my local kid, Darnell Hayes. You know, he was like a cruiserweight. And uh, he used to crack me a couple of times. And we'd <laughs> go at it pretty good in the ring, in the gym. Yeah. Who was the, after the fight, you know, because you come back, you're a huge celebrity. Did you meet any big celebrities? Anyone walk up to you that was a big fan that you were like, holy crap, Robert De Niro saw my fight and likes me? Well, I met a lot of stars, you know, in Hollywood, but they're all impressive. You know, I was impressed with all of them. But I think my favorite would have been uh, Danny Glover. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Well, back then, yeah, thirty years ago, Lethal Weapon would have been top of the box office. Yeah, so that was that was awesome. Well, I really and I really liked him. Well, I was messing with him, like calling him Mister because of color purple. (laughs) Oh yeah! (laughs) Yeah. But uh, that was that was awesome. (laughs) Mister, did you ever want your? Did you your son get into boxing, or did you want your son to box? Well, I didn't want him to box something you have to want to do yourself, and he does participate in boxing. He's one of my amateur fighters on the boxing team, Thompson Recreation Center. And and how did you like the 30 for 30 about you and Tyson that came out? That was a 30 uh, for 30, right? Yes, 30 for 30. It was great. It was awesome. You know, we went back to Tokyo, walked through the Tokyo Dome, and I tell you, those feelings came back. Too. Oh, I bet they did. Oh, that's yeah, great. That was awesome. Hey, how did you handle it? Because you, you beat Tyson, and then you had to choose. You're getting a payday. Who'd you fight? Holyfield yeah, afterwards? Holyfield. Ho- did you, when it was- A com- young Holyfield. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah right. his prime. Right. I, did it, was it coming at you pretty fast? I mean, money. I mean, you know, you well, come back in celebrity. It was, it was a lot going on at the time because we had the big fallout with Don King. We had to deal with that. Well, because mm-hmm. he kind of probably tried to take advantage, right? Well, no doubt. Yeah. But- uh you know, it was a lot going on, I tell you. It wasn't a smooth transition, that's for sure. And John Johnson, your old trainer, your former trainer. Manager. Uh, he, manager. Or manager, rather. He was along for the whole ride as well. He, another local guy done good. Right. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, John Johnson and my uncle J.D. McCauley. We all sure. hooked it up, really. He told me about a guy yeah. that he knew that could help me along in my career. And we got with John and never looked back. Yeah. John was a uh, a hard worker. Yeah. He was a great promoter. Yeah. He 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 knew how to do it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And then to hit gold with you, with you, another Columbus guy. That was so great. It was awesome, right? Yeah. We were pretty yeah. awesome. Was oh, Did you fight after Holyfield? After the Holyfield fight? No, I, I took about a six-year leave. And then I came back for a brief, you know, 10-fight comeback. 
It, it's kind of tough, though, when you beat Mike Tyson and you win the heavyweight title to top that. You know what I mean? To uh, to achieve that, I, I would assume that the hunger kind of, once you lose the title to Holyfield, how do you, how do you get the hunger back? You know what I mean? Because well, you've 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 achieved the top goal. You're the heavyweight champion of the world. Right, right. It's a this is desire as well. You get that burning desire again just to get back in there and relive it all over again. And I did that, and you know, had a fairly successful time of doing that as well. Plus, you can eat whatever you want, Buster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be my problem. Is I, I would just want to be like 300 pounds. I would want, just want to eat. Look at me. Well, that, that happened too. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Yeah. 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 Then it just starts to add up. As Next thing you know, what the hell happened? Know. As we like, age. Look in the mirror be like, what happened? Who the heck is that? <laughs> There's well, two you of were, me now. You said, hey, I, I'm a heavyweight. Heavyweight. Yeah. And did you have people telling you that you should leave Columbus, that you should move? out of Columbus once you beat Tyler. Hey, you should go to Hollywood or you should do this. Were Vegas. People trying, were no. people trying to tug you out of here? No, not at all. But I was always, man, it was nice visiting those places. But you want to come home. Yeah, you come back home. Yeah. yeah you come back home with your roots and friends and family. Well, thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate thanks it. Tell everybody at the event. Can uh, how, do, do you, how do you get tickets for the event? Should we have your spokesperson talk Julie? to you, uh, Julie, talk for you. Put Give the mic to Julie. So if someone wants to go to the event, because uh, it's the Hyatt 6 from 11, and it's coming up this Friday. There we go. You can go to BuckeyeBusterDouglas.com awesome. for more information. BuckeyeBusterDouglas.com. Well, yep. Buster, you know, we're going to get pictures when you're off the air. And every picture with a boxer, because I have one with Sugar Ray Leonard, everybody puts up their fist when they're taking a picture <laughs> right, with the boxer. Right. That's, a, that's a fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <for sure. laughs> So thanks for coming it's in, a man. Law. We appreciate it. Thanks, Buster. Good seeing you again, Buster man. Buster Douglas awesome. with Torg and Elliott, QFM 96. <laughs>